The loud clack of pool balls echoed above the music. Cigarette smoke thickened the air. The sharp smell of Jack Daniels hovered around her. It was a far cry from the latest It Bar down in West Hollywood. She swallowed against a sudden lump in her throat. So? You're a vampire. You adapt to any place, any time, any situation. Stop making excuses, walk over, and just tell him what you want. The command echoed in her head and urged her forward. Unfortunately, her body didn't obey any more now than when she'd first spotted him a few days ago. The memory rolled through her as she turned left and headed for the bar. She angled herself between two big bruisers and ordered a house beer. She'd been on her way into the desperately small Texas town when she'd seen the hunky guy parked outside the city limits on the side of the highway. Wishful thinking, or so she'd thought. But Garrett Sawyer had been more than a figment of her imagination. He'd been flesh and blood, and oh, so real. As real as the day she'd first met him, touched him, kissed him, Loved him. Talk about opportunity. Forget tracking him down and arranging a chance meeting. She could dispense with formality and cut right to the chase. At least that's what she told herself when she'd climbed out of her car and approached him. But then she'd glimpsed the surprise in his gaze, the anger, the hurt, and her resolve had crumbled. She'd barely managed a long time no see before she'd hightailed it back to her car. She hadn't seen him since. But she'd asked around. With Skull Creek being the quintessential small town, she'd gotten an earful from everyone, from the clerk at the Piggly Wiggly to the fry guy at the Dairy Freeze. She'd learned that Garrett was the skill and expertise behind Skull Creek Choppers, the town's one and only custom motorcycle shop. He'd opened his doors a few months ago and bought a small ranch just outside the city limits. He had two business partners. Jake McCann handled the design, and Dylan Cash monitored the software and computer system. Garrett bought coffee at the local diner every evening and subscribed to the Skull Creek Gazette. He also sponsored a local Little League team, donated to the Senior Center, and served on the board of the Skull Creek Chamber of Commerce. Exactly what she would have expected from a 30-something businessman trying to establish himself in a new location. Exactly what she wouldn't have expected from a 200-year-old vampire who'd always avoided hanging around too long in any one place. It's on me the bruiser to the right said when she slid a five across the bar to pay for her drink. Her head snapped up, and she found herself staring into a pair of interested brown eyes. The man had long, black, greasy hair and a thick beard. He reeked of beer and cigarettes and sexual frustration. He missed his wife but not because she'd been a fine, upstanding woman who'd taken her vows seriously. No, she'd been the opposite, a slut who'd slept around on him every time he'd pulled out of town. 
What he missed was having a warm body to turn to in the dead of night. He'd never been much of a player, and so he hadn't actually dated much before he'd met his missus. He wasn't even the type of man who offered to buy a woman a drink. Until tonight. Viv read the truth in his eyes and felt his desperation. And suddenly it didn't matter that he wasn't the most attractive man she'd ever met. All that mattered was the sexual energy bubbling inside of him. The desire. The need. Her own hunger stirred, reminding her just how long it had been since she'd fed. Her chest tightened and her stomach hollowed out. Her hands trembled, and it took all of her strength not to reach out and take the man up on his blatant offer. But this wasn't about getting a quick fix and fulfilling some stranger's fantasies. This was about fulfilling her own. Thanks, but no thanks. But you might try with the blonde over there in the corner, she added silently. I think she likes you. He fixated on Viv for a few long moments before the message seemed to penetrate. Finally, his eyes sparked, and hope fired to life inside of him. He turned toward the woman who sat nearby, nursing a margarita and eyeballing him. Viv took her beer and shifted her attention back to the real reason she'd come, to the iron horseshoe in the first place.